Hi, and welcome to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnholt. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm so excited today to talk all about how to use working out to cultivate more presence. So it makes working out so much more fun. And I would say more effective. You leave feeling so much better and it can be a practice that translates beyond the workout and into your daily life so that you can live with more just peace, joy, and flow and connection to your intuition and all the magical things that presence is the agent for the presence allows us to experience. So speaking of presence, 12 days of presence is starting December 7th. So we moved it back a week. This is going to be a 12 day program where every day you're going to receive new rituals and teachings designed to help you cultivate more presence. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be light. And I really have designed this in a way that's meant to be experiential. So a lot of courses, which I love learning, I'm all for reading a bunch of words or consuming a bunch of like podcasts and books and all those things. It's so fun. And what do we do with that? How do we embody it? So this is really a course to not just tell you how to be more uh, present, but to actually practice 12 practices with you every day for 12 days to really create that dedicated space and time for yourself to practice and My intention and guess is that we're going to walk away from these 12 days feeling like completely reset, renewed, and realigned. These are some of the practices that have been most helpful for me in the last few years of shifting from living always in the past or the future, worrying 24-7, feeling anxious uh, 24-7 to now really and truly for the most part just living in the now, letting my now alignment and joy guide me and trusting what unfolds when I do. And there's been such an increasing and growing sense of peace and groundedness over the last few years I've as I've deepened and deepened and practice and practice these practices. So they're simple. Some of them are going to be really fun and they're going to be really, really powerful. And they're going to be practices that you can take with you into your daily life and going forward to keep going deeper. So if it sounds fun to you. I would love to have you join us. You can go to madisonarnholt.com slash presence. We'll also link it in the show notes. But with that, let's go ahead and talk about the episode today. So working out used to be a very um, different experience for me for, I think, two main reasons. One, because I was not present. So I was always thinking about other things and what I had to do next. And like, I got to like get this workout in, but then I got to go do all these other things. And while I'm working out, I'm thinking about all the other things I need to be doing. And wow, it's like a very stressful way to live. And this was probably what, like 10 years ago now, when I was in my like disordered eating phase, there was also a lot of like disordered obsessive exercise and putting so much pressure on exercise. And if I would go on vacation and it like wouldn't flow or be available with like the people I was with, like I would get severe anxiety. Like I'd have to do a first thing in the morning. I would like force it and push it. Even when it wasn't in alignment, I wasn't taking any rest. I was like (laughs) just really pushing it. 
So really, really pushing the workouts and also not being present in them. So I was just really like (laughs) causing myself more harm than good. And so the disordered eating and exercise has long been out of uh, my life. So that's been amazing. And especially in the last few years, my ability to be present has expanded so, 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 so much more. And I can really just be in a workout and be there and enjoy it and have that 45 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, whatever the time is that I'm there, I'm there. Like I'm not, usually I'm not elsewhere. And if I am, I have practices that can bring me back. And so this is made working out. Like basically it's become like a meditation. It's become something that's like the benefits for my body are like far like secondary or like lower on my priority list. Like the priority for me is like my house, it supports my energy, how it supports, how I feel having fun and doing it in an aligned way. And I also used to teach workout classes. So I taught bar when we lived in Atlanta, like probably like five or six years ago. And at the time I was working as an actuary, I was like anxious, stressed all the time. I would like rush into the workouts. I would be like rushed through teaching it. I would be rushing off to work. I was like constantly in my head. Did people like it? Did they not? Like I couldn't just be present with teaching and showing up for the class. Like I was so consumed with what was coming next, where else I needed to be, what else I needed to be doing. Do people like it? Do they not? Is it good enough? What are all the reviews saying on class pass? Like it was just, it was a not a good experience at all. And so I recently started teaching workout classes again, and the experience is completely different. So I think I shared a little bit about this in another episode, but I'm truly able to just be present and have fun. And my mind really isn't going elsewhere. Like I'm able to just be there and show up. And when it is going elsewhere, I'm able to just catch it and bring myself back. And so I'm not worrying. What are people like thinking? I'm just showing up in my like presence and in my alignment and letting that, letting people take or not take from that what they do. They can like it or not, but I'm just like showing up in the way that's feeling good and right and natural for me. And however other people experience that is their business. And so with the teaching, it's completely shifted. And for myself, I still love to go to classes or go on walks or like move in other ways when I'm not teaching uh, the one teaching the classes. And it's so much more fun when, when you're present, it's, and not rushing through it and not like running out the door and skipping the two minutes of stretching because you have, you can't miss those two minutes. You have to go continue on with the million other things your brain is telling you you have to do. Like, no, fuck that. So anyways, I went to a workout class today. I was going to record this episode this morning and I was like, you know what? I think I want to record it after I go to the workout class and specifically practice everything I had planned to share with you in this episode. So I could come back super fresh of like, just having had another experience really practicing and bringing these things to life. So if we're spending the entire workout, like when is this going to be over? What am I going to eat for breakfast after this? Or what's on my to-do list after this? Or I have to hurry up and work after this, right? Like we don't leave feeling better. And we are almost just reinforcing like a lack of 
presence. And it's like, maybe the body <laughs> got a workout, but it's like, yeah, it's like all the mind got was a reinforcement of its helpful patterns. And like, why, what if working out could be like supportive, not just for the body, but for our mind, for our energy, for our soul, for our spirit, for how we feel, for our presence. What if it could translate into impacting our moment to moment experience of life? It's like when that becomes primary, it's like, it's makes working out. Yeah. Special. And usually if we are working out, we've usually like mentally already decided, like I'm going to this class for an hour, or I'm going to do this video for 30 minutes, or I'm like going to right. We've already kind of mentally decided we're going to do it. Yet we let our mind still tell the story that we should be somewhere else. We should be doing something else. We need to hurry up and get through it and get done. So we can go to the next thing. Like, what if we could like fully use that time and space we've already created for ourselves to drop everything that's happened before, drop everything coming after and like fully immerse ourselves into the moment and just enjoy it as it is. It's like our body is going to be there. So we may as well let the mind be there too. That's basically what presence is. And it makes everything, literally everything, <laughs> everything is better with presence. Problems don't exist in the present. They can't. Problems only exist when the mind is caught up in the story and emotions that are saying this moment should be different than it is. If there's no story or feeling of that, then it's like, oh, everything's great. Everything's perfect. And we can grow in our ability to feel that more and more and more throughout our days and throughout our life. And so I'm very excited to share with you how we can use working out as one of the practices that most of us or a lot of us are probably already doing. And we can just infuse these presence practices into this already existing workout practice. So I'm going to share six ways to practice mindful movement or six ways to use working out to cultivate more presence. And this can be for any type of movement, not just the ones that we typically think of that are like for mindfulness, like yoga, it can be yoga. It can be walking. It can be stretch. It can be hit. It can be cycle. It can be a sculpt class. That's what I teach. And I love it. It can be any, any workout, any movement, dancing, like literally anything. Okay. So the first way is to move in the ways that feel natural and joyful. So if you feel like you have any of that kind of like forced or disordered exercise and you're pushing yourself because you're like supposed to do it for your like body or you like have to do it. What if, and this is not an episode going deep into that. So we're just going to skim the surface on this one, but what if alignment is what if alignment could be primary and the the workout could be secondary? And if we if we force workouts that we don't want to do, we're just reinforcing resistance and we're reinforcing struggle and we're reinforcing the mind's tendency to want to escape the moment, which is all the opposite of presence, which is all that robbing us of our peace and joy. So let yourself like choose the ways to move that feel good to you. Like, I don't know, sometimes like my mind used to like, think I had to every single day be doing like a big intense, like workout. And it's like, now often I just love to go on walks and like, there's no superiority in my mind of like the really like intense class with like weights and lunges and squats and stuff that I teach. And sometimes take those classes. There's no like superiority in my mind to that over walking or 
choosing not to move my body and rest. And so see if you can take the quote, right workouts or the one your mind is telling you, you should do scoot that to the side and see if you can lean into what feels natural, what feels joyful, what feels fun, what feels in alignment that makes (laughs) presence right from the get go so much easier because we're not going against and like pushing against our natural alignment. The second way to use working out to become more present is to really use your breath. So it's so simple, like breathing, duh, we all all do it. And when we actually practice it, we realize how life-changing it really can be. So really intentionally breathing throughout the entire class. I like to exhale on the effort. So let's say you're doing like a bicep curl as you curl, you would exhale. And then as you lower the weights, you would take a really big inhale. I like to inhale through the nose, exhale out the mouth. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. What you want to do is exhale more deeply and then allow the inhales to kind of happen naturally. This is the most effective deepening. The exhale deepens our ability to let go and be present and calm the body. So you exhale on the effort, inhale on the letting go, exhale on the effort, inhale on the letting go. And if you're walking, then there may not be, it's not necessarily like with this step, do this, that step, do that. Just in, just be breathing. And if you notice yourself holding your breath, bring the breath breath back. Uh, Same thing. If you're doing like crunches, you would want to exhale as you crunch, inhale as you lower rather than holding the breath. When we hold our breath, we keep, we diminish our strength, right? Our breath powers us through our, and, and strengthens our movements and the breath allows us to stay present. When we hold our breath, we're usually like holding on to thoughts, right? And then also holding on to emotions or kind of like thoughts and emotions stay kind of like stuck as they are. And when we get the breath moving, we can get our energy moving and flowing freely again and bring ourselves back into sync. So breathe, breathe the entire workout. You don't have to like stress about it. Don't make it like an Olympic, uh, championship, just breathe. And when you catch yourself not breathing, start breathing again. And rather than thinking about the breath, you want to just be breathing, feel the breath come in, know that you're breathing in and then feel the breath go out. Know that you're breathing out rather than thinking, I need to breathe. I need to breathe. I need to breathe. Just experience the breath, feel the breath. And you watch yourself holding the breath. Then you allow it to flow again and just keeping the breath moving makes such a huge difference in your ability to be present and move energy. And I'm going to talk about moving stuck energy in the body in a little bit more in a second. Okay. So let me think if there's anything else I wanted to say about breathing actually. Yeah. So we don't want to make it, yeah, like a big, like, like effort or like challenge, just like lightly and intentionally, like keep the breath moving. Okay. Number three is to practice inner energy awareness. So you want to direct your awareness into the body. You can 
there's a few different ways you can do this. You can direct it kind of like into whole body awareness and just kind of like getting a general sense of like the energy, the mood, the emotions, the sensations flowing in the body. You can do like a whole body, like feel into the vibe, right? You also can direct your awareness specifically into where the workout sensations are. Like if you're doing squats, the thighs may be burning or activated. So you can direct your awareness into the thighs, into the sensation of burning. And so the idea is to directly feel and experience the sensations as you keep the breath flowing and keeping your awareness there. That That is like a gateway to the present moment and keeping us out of uh, thinking mode because we're in sensing, feeling, and awareness mode. The other thing we can do with this energy, inner energy awareness, as I've now coined it, is to notice if there's any emotions arising. So maybe you showed up to the workout class feeling like maybe you went in the middle of a work day or after work and you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking stressed, right? Like maybe you showed up with stress. Maybe you showed up, you're anxious about something, maybe you showed up frustrated about something your uh, partner did earlier that day, whatever it is. If you notice that there's any emotions, working out is a great time to tune into those and feel those. So if you, um, if you feel anger, a lot of times anger can show up in the arms or the hands. So like, let's say at the workout class, there's like um, any arm movements or punching, right? If there's like a punching as part of the workout class, like let yourself feel the anger, feel the feeling in your arms as you uh, punch and breathe and allow that energy to move. If you feel an anxiety or heaviness in your chest, you can direct as you're like following along with the workout class or on a walk or whatever movement it is that you're doing or on in your cycle class, right? If, so you feel like this heaviness or anxiety in your chest, you want to like shift your attention from the story in your mind. Like, so let's say your mind's looping on like the million things you have to do later that day. And you're starting to feel this like anxiety you, and you notice, okay, where, where is that anxiety? Okay. I feel it. This heaviness in my chest. So you want to give more attention to the sensations and the feeling and the experience in the chest versus the story. So you keep redirecting your awareness into the feeling. So you, if the chest feels heavy, you feel the heaviness and you breathe and you keep, you, you can keep going with the workout. So it's literally just like feel and breathe, feel and breathe, feel and breathe. Keep redirecting your attention, your awareness to the feeling. And then the movements can like the movement and the breath can really just kind of like help that energy move. So this is something that I do with clients and in sessions and with myself, literally all the time I have released hundreds of like triggered or activated emotions arising. And on the other side, every single time, every time, every time, every time is more freedom, wisdom, and lightness. And it only grows and, and becomes uh, steadier and more pervasive in your life. And there's more presence on the other side as well, more connection to your intuition. And so it doesn't just have to be in a coaching session or just when you like lay on the couch, you're like, all right, I'm feeling some shit coming up. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to feel it. We can infuse that practice into, into working out and why not, why not try it? And so the idea is you want to stay with the discomfort, stay with the emotion, feel it directly as it is. And if the mind wants to escape and gets distracted, come back, 
and stay with the discomfort, see through the discomfort as best you can. And as we do this in awareness, it dissolves and, and it, it clears. There's a lightness there. It's like a, literally like a weight lifted off of us. Like actually sometimes it really can feel like that. So (laughs) I have actually a very funny story about emotions coming up during a workout. And by the way, you don't want to go like digging for like emotions, like old ones to try to work with during your workout. Like just work with what's there and what's coming up. (laughs) Like you don't have to go like digging for anything. And again, that's like, we can live in presence, right? Like we can work with what's showing up now. We don't have to go digging in the past or the future. We can work with what life and our energy and our minds, our bodies, everything is presenting in the now. So I went to yoga one time and (laughs) this, so I'm more okay with it now, but I used to really not like it. I would get so frustrated when people would put their mats like one inch away from mine. I'm like, come on, like, give me some fucking space. (laughs) So anyways, this girl gets really, really close to my mat. I'm like, I don't love this. Then I'm not kidding you. I'm literally not kidding. Throughout the class, she starts farting up a storm, like loud ass farts, just like letting them rip and like snorting. And like, it, it was just so bizarre. And I was so grossed out and I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, bitch, I'm at yoga. Like I'm trying to like chill and you were farting and snorting all over me. Like, sh- like shut the fuck up and chill the fuck out. Like I'm trying to like get in my zone and you're keeping me out of it. I noticed that whole story playing in my mind. I noticed how frustrated I was getting. I noticed how my mind wanted to not be present. It wanted to escape the moment. It wanted to say, this should be different. It wanted to say, how can I get out of this? Should I leave? When is this going to be over? She needs to move. I need to move. She shouldn't be doing this. I should be by someone else. Nobody should do this in yoga. Nobody should be this (laughs) close to me. Nobody should act like this. It should be different, right? When is this going to be over? My mind wanted so bad to get the fuck out (laughs) of the discomfort. And I was like, okay, well, a past version of me maybe would have walked out of the class, but I was like, I'm going to see if I can stay and just breathe through and feel the discomfort. So I did. I was, I felt, I hated it as much as I really hated it. Right. I felt as uncomfortable as I really felt. And I just breathed and I was like, kind of like, oh my God, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Mine wants to get out. Mine wants to get out. Mine wants to get out, but I'm going to keep redirecting to just feeling how uncomfortable I really feel as I breathe and continue the movements. And every time my mind says, oh my God, she shouldn't be doing this. Or like, oh my God, what is happening? Go back to the feeling and just feel the feelings of discomfort and the body. And what happened after a few minutes is, was it my mind's favorite thing in the world? No, (laughs) but it was okay. And I was able to enjoy the yoga again. And I was able to leave with the benefits that I wanted to leave with, which was feeling lighter and more clear. And even better, I had released something that some shit that like really was like activated and resistant in me. And that was like, I was amazed at myself because I told Trevor, I'm like, I definitely would have left if that was a few years ago. And I'm like, I did it. Like I let myself move through and feel through the discomfort. And then on the other side, it's always the gift of more freedom, lightness and wisdom. So maybe it's, there's someone annoying (laughs) next to you in the workout class, or maybe it's something, you know, totally unrelated emotionally, 
that's coming up for you or something else on your mind. But the key is to check in with where am I feeling that in the body? Give more attention to the feelings and the direct sensation, the direct experience of it than the thoughts and then and the stories about it. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Feel it, feel it, feel it. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And eventually you kind of like hit this turning point where it's like, ah, oh, it starts to like settle. It starts to neutralize. It starts to soften. So that's inner energy awareness. Uh, the fourth way you can use mindfulness in working out is to use your, I was going to say five senses, but because that's something that that's one of my presence practices in general, but I think with the workout five is too many, like let's get rid of taste and touch. So let's just say here, what you can uh, play with hearing what you hear. So hear the music, hear the instructor. If you're on a walk, hear the crinkling of the leaves, hear the wind, hear the people walking 10 steps behind you, hear the birds, right? Hear what you hear, just tune into your sense of hearing and hear. <laughs> so rather than thinking, I hear birds chirping, you want to just hear the birds chirping. And rather than like thinking about the music in the workout class, you want to just hear the music. And then same thing with our sense of touch. So you can kind of like move your, if you want to like play with this, you can, I wouldn't like try to do this the whole workout. That's going to become too like mental, but like if whenever you kind of like, remember whenever it flows, you can kind of tap into, okay, like let's like tune into hearing and then hear, right. Or you can tune into your sense of touch. So feel your feet on the ground. Maybe as you walk, it's like step step, stop, right? Every foot you, every step you take, you feel your foot on the ground. Maybe you're feeling the clothes on your skin. Maybe you're feeling like sweat dripping down your body. Like what can you, with the sense of touch, like, what do you feel, feel it. And then you can also play with seeing as well. So just directly seeing, and again, you're not, it, the presence and the practice is to directly experience the sense before we have that like mental overlay on top. So you're seeing, like, let's say there's a mirror at the workout class, you're seeing yourself moving and it's that direct seeing or seeing the instructor moving around, or you're on a walk and you're seeing the trees leaves shake, or you're seeing the sparkling on the water, it's said direct seeing before the mind says, oh, look how beautiful that water is. Or, oh, this, like, look how, like, much of the trees, leaves are falling off. It's the, it, the experience of it before the thought comes in. And so we can do that by directly tuning into the sense and breathing. So that's a really, really incredible way to come back to this moment because our sense it we're sensing what's happening in the moment <laughs> so our senses can draw us back into the moment the fifth way is that at the end of the workout and I'm very excited that I did the workout class today before this because this was one that I just added right before recording and that is to like if you can say you're going to a workout class like if there's a stretch like a quick like two five minute stretch or at yoga there's shavasana at the end where you lay down if there's that time where you're just breathing and stretching or laying and breathing like take it see what happens if you don't run out the door it's like 
do you really have to leave? Or could you take those two minutes? Because that, that time right after working out where you're either just breathing and kind of like meditating or breathing and stretching is so powerful and can be such a gift that you give to yourself that really only takes a couple of minutes. And if it's, that's not something they do at a workout class that you go to, then you can do it yourself. Literally, you can do it for 60 seconds where you just pause. You either lay down, you sit down, um, and you just breathe. You feel into the energy that's shifted. You, you tune into the breath. You feel the energy present inside the body. And you just soak in that completion of the workout. You soak in all that energy you just moved and created. There can be such a rising of like presence when we take that time for ourselves. And if you really want to be an overachiever, um, you can do a meditation. Again, it could be two minutes, five minutes, 10. You can go um, to the But First Exhale app and turn on a meditation. I love to do that. Sometimes I'll work out at home. I'll do a workout video and then I'll grab my phone. I'll go to But First Exhale and I'll pick a meditation and I'll do it. And there's something about meditating after a workout where it feels so good. You, I don't know, there's a whole energy to it. So you have to try it um, for yourself. And so at the workout studio, I actually teach a 45 minute sculpt class with a 15 minute meditation at the end. And that's been super, super fun to be able to share that something I love and has been so impactful for me, um, with other people. And I was thinking about that today where it's like, I was like feeling so like people, some people were like running out of the class, like skipping the stretch. I'm like, in very intentionally like breathing, I'm like feeling into my body stretching. I'm like feeling my, like, I'm like laying down and feeling my back grounded onto the mat. Like I am loving it. I am so peaceful. I'm becoming more and more peaceful as I just soak it in and be present. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is such an important, I don't know if important is the right word I'm looking for, but such an like magical, like, um, way we can support ourselves the last one um the last way to practice mindful movement or use working out to become more present is to explore going to instructors finding instructors whose cues and words and even their energy helps you stay present like if they're kind of feeling like they're not present like they're rushing through it like that can kind of radiate um, to you. And obviously we're not like subject to other people's like energy. I know people say you're like, Oh, there's like impasse. It's like, okay, well my, I have a whole episode on this. Actually you have to, let's see if I can find it really quick. Okay. While I'm doing that. Okay. I'm just going to do a really quick. Impasse. Okay. It was January 29th. It was called how to quote, protect your energy as an empath, because I think that it's like, Oh, I'm taking on everyone else's energy. It's like, maybe yeah but like now the energy is inside of you and you're the only one who can free you from the energy inside of you so if you're feeling it in you it's now in your sovereignty to go inside yourself and feel and clear that and we don't have to stay subject to other people's energy I think it's like bullshit and it's like a kind of a victim story but anywho 
back to what I was saying. Um, oh yeah. So anyways, you want to like, yeah, find someone you really vibe with, find someone who is, and you don't have to do this. Obviously if you want to just do these practices. Like it, this is like the icing on the cake, right? Is an instructor who's going to be supportive of this. And obviously all the other first five ones apply, even if you're going on a walk or stretching or like doing things on your own, where there's not like an instructor or a class, but if there is one play with finding someone who is really cueing you to breathe intentionally, cueing you to keep coming back to the moment, cueing you to bring your awareness into the body and feeling what's going on in the body. Maybe they're like, I have, um, an instructor I love. And she, at the end, we do three big inhales and exhales. And on your final exhale, she says, bring your hands to heart center, capture all the good energy, bring it into your heart. And I love that. I'm like, oh, that's a vibe. It like supports me and like being present, breathing, coming back to um, this moment. So if it feels fun, yeah, look for in instructors who whose cues and words and energy in their own presence helps you use working out to become more present. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really fun uh, for me to share and this can make working out and movement so much more enjoyable and something that isn't just for the body, but for your mind, energy, mood, soul, everything. And it grows your ability to be present in the rest of your life. And when we're present, we have that feeling of all as well. When we're present, we're able to hear and act on and follow our intuition. When we're present, we're able to be connected with others. When we're present, we're able to experience more joy and inner peace and alignment. We're actually able to enjoy life. It's very hard to enjoy when we aren't present. So yes, Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next episode. And if you want to deepen and practice being present, I would love for you to join 12 Days of Presence. I'm so excited to do those practices with you. I'm definitely going to be um, doing them myself. And yeah, so I'm so excited. We start December 7th. If you join, I will see you on our first call. And otherwise, I will see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, I want to invite you to sign up for my weekly newsletter, Rise and Align. So I share juicy stories in these emails about what's flowing or not in my life to insights and tips to help you live with more inner peace, joy, and alignment. I answer two questions submitted by you guys, and I share two fun things that I'm currently loving. So my intention with these emails is that this is a fun, exciting, peaceful ritual that you get to look forward to each week that leaves you feeling more present, more inspired, and more trusting of where your intuition is guiding you next. So if you would like to receive these emails, go to madisonarnholt.com slash subscribe to sign up today.